Kaizen, the Scattered Family, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 9, The Other Prodigal Son. Harry had Eric configure the gateway to the coordinates that Simon had given them. They led him to some seaside in the Republic of England. Not a creature in sight. It was beautiful and eerily quiet. Harry couldn't figure out what to do next. The ship was very well hidden. He decided to hang around and see how to gain entry into his father's ship. Heck, he hadn't decided what to say to his father. A simple hey wouldn't work. It would have to be more than that, something that conveyed 33 years of absence and reunion. Would his father even want him? Recognize him? Would his sister care? The prospect of one more family member was wonderful, especially now that things were picking up with Lee. He didn't need to be a lone wolf anymore. Lee, the mere thought of her made him smile. Her soft lips, her sparkling eyes and that gorgeous smile. She was perfect and she was definitely open to his affection. Would he be able to get his parents to agree on a strategy? Their hearts were in the right place. They certainly wanted to save the earth and make it a better place for everyone. Their ideas were poles apart but compromising for the family wasn't unheard of. To find each other only after 33 years had to count for something or so he hoped. Being an outdoorsy person helped Harry when he had to do recon and right now seemed like a pretty good time to do the same. The English countryside was barren, not lush green and cold as he remembered from the 21st. It was hot and the sea was turbulent. He needed a way in and the ship was not visible. He sighted a woman walking by the beach and she walked through the water and simply vanished. Harry couldn't believe his eyes. The dome around the ship was assuredly a gateway too and it acted like a curtain. He was now positive that his father was just on the other side of the beach and all he had to do was walk in. Harry walked to the spot on the beach where the women stepped into the water and disappeared and took a deep breath. His nerves were getting the best of him and it was taking him by surprise to care so much about a man and his impression of him, a man whose existence was unknown to him for so long and now a man he couldn't wait to meet. Harry stepped into the water and walked through the curtain and saw the ship. Either his mother underestimated what a ship was or ship was a euphemism for a floating island. The floating island, for the lack of a better term, was a thriving township with flags of Trinity flying high. Harry walked up the stairs and hid himself behind a staircase in case a security camera spotted him. Trying to make sense of how to find his father's office, Harry decided to take the stairs and cross the bridge to head over to the cabin and maybe talk to some people without arousing suspicion. It was how to not rouse suspicion though, the ship island was a marvel itself. Harry was unsure that was what was more impressive, the seamless way the ship blended into its surrounding or the clean air and how radiation, sun rays that were warm and welcoming. He admired the place as he ducked in and out of security camera range. He finally came upon a landing where he could smell food. Always a good bet to find people. He thought and walked through, following his nose to come to a cafeteria. There was a buzz in the atmosphere and he moved in closer to a group of people in military outfits. 
Harry felt his stomach growl and decided to grab a plate and make conversation. The minute he grabbed a plate from the pile in the corner, he felt the force of a gun get shoved into his back. Don't move or I'll be forced to shoot you. A man's voice said and Harry left the plate in the pile and put his hands up. Right. Let's keep walking now. Another shove in the back and Harry decided to cooperate. This might just be the quickest way to get to his father. I need to see Frederick. He said to the guy with the gun. You will be dealt with downstairs for now. Keep walking. He shouted at Harry who carried on walking through hallways and down flights of stairs. They finally stopped in front of what looked like a prison and Harry's optimism about it being easy to get through to his father warmed. The prison was dark with the blue ominously glowing lights dotting the walls and ceiling. It was an unusual prison. There were five cells built along the walls, separated with bars and no doors. There were chairs and restrainers in each cell. The windows showed the raging sea and the ominous lighting made it a very gloomy place. The man used a baton-like instrument all over his body to check for guns and other things. Fortunately for Harry, the tech on board his father's ship was not very advanced and most of his technology embedded clothing passed the test. His communicator was taken off, but he was okay with that. Once he was put in a cell and his hands were tied in front of him with a gadget placed over his wrist. Harry decided to take one last stab at conversation. "Hey, can you tell your boss that his son is here to visit him? I mean, once you know I'm the boss man's son, I'm not going to be here for so long, am I?" Harry chuckled. He had never been in prison before. It was definitely an eye-opening experience, one he cared not to repeat on the future. Wait, what? You're Andrew? You broke in? You don't look like him at all. The guy with the big gun looked at him properly. No, look, just get Frederick to come and talk to me. He will know. Harry repeated himself. A couple of floors above the prison, Frederick Allenso was watching his firstborn in the prison asking for him and was at a complete loss. What was the boy doing here? Had something happened to Hannah? How did he know how to get here? Oh Hannah, what fresh hell is this? How do I go and face him after so many years? Allenso was mumbling to himself when he saw Andrew check in from the beach. Andrew was holding a small bundle wrapped in a blue blanket, and that could only mean one thing: caught between two sons, Alonso had a choice but to pick one. He ran up several flights of stairs and saw Andrew sitting on a bench, looking at his son properly for the very first time, and Alonso felt a knee pain in his chest. He waved at Andrew, who nodded, and then Alonso walked down to meet his firstborn.